We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. To the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, DVTPFL. It's Friday. It is October 7th. It is 2022. We have four baseball games to talk about here on today's podcast. Going to break each of these games down individually. That way, if you are playing showdown or smaller slates, uh, you'll have my thoughts on these games. It's an interesting uh, little four game slate as far as um, you know the game starting at noon. We don't have a ton of big contests, but I mean, both sites have, you know, some decent contests up there. So plenty of stuff to, you know, get that baseball fix for about another week or so. Hope everyone had a fantastic Thursday night football game. <laughs> I tried to say it without joking or laughing, but uh, man, that game was that game was something else. Um, oh, man. Oh, man. So ready to talk some baseball especially after watching that game, ready to talk some baseball podcast brought to you by sleeper fantasy. If you haven't checked them out, it is a unique way for your friends and you to play on the prop based fantasy sites. You can enjoy it together with the squads that they got going on over there. So if you join the rotor grinders squad, use promo code grinders for a hundred percent deposit match up to a hundred bucks. And that way you can take advantage of not only getting in the Rotor Grinder squad, but getting a 100% deposit match up to 100 bucks For baseball games, like I said, really tight baseball games. Um, not a ton of, ton of great spots for hitters. Uh, on the main slate, I'll probably run like a, a 3-3-2 or a 4-4. 
type of stack. Um, don't necessarily think you have to stack in this spot. So, I mean, it's just we have good pitching. It's the first game of the wild card round. Um, so, good pitching. Get started here with Tampa Bay at Cleveland, six total. Slight favorite here to the Guardians at home against Tampa. Shane McClanahan against Shane Bieber. Battle of the Shanes. Um, as always, we'll go visiting team first. So let's talk Shane McClanahan. 30% Ks on the season, under 6% walks. The Cleveland team, they don't strike out a ton. They don't walk a lot, uh, but they also don't have a ton of power against left-handed pitching. You know, we'll get normal lineups here. And then they shouldn't have anybody in this lineup over a 200 ISO. So I, I think this is a spot where definitely can play McClanahan. He has big strikeout upside. And I think he's someone that goes out and throws a really solid game. Bieber on the other side of this game, I like him as well. You know, this Rays team dealing with some injuries still a lot of strikeouts they've really done it through the way of defense and pitching this season so Shane Bieber is 9300 where McClanahan is 6300 um the McClanahan price is definitely factoring in the pitch count here um I, I mean they really kind of limited him down the stretch after he came back from the IL but I, I do think like he's someone that if he's pitching well, goes far enough. He has been struggling. Is he up to 100%? So I like Beaver more in this game. I like the Guardians more in this game in general. Um, I just There's not a ton of power in this Tampa lineup. There's a lot of strikeouts, and I think Beaver is a really strong play here at 9,300. As far as the Tampa bats are concerned, I don't see myself really even using them as like a two-man stack. Um, if I was playing really anybody here, it'd probably be Peralta or Rosarina or Franco. Uh, Franco is going to put the ball in play. Beaver is someone that gives up a lot of hard contact, but typically keeps the ball on the ground. Um, so with Diaz and Ramirez and Margot and Bethancourt all being like ground ball guys, um, even a Rosarina is a ground ball guy as well. So, you know, we're going to see a bunch of ground ground balls here. And then as far as the Cleveland bats go, if McClanahan struggles, I mean, Rosario, Ramirez, and Gonzalez in that little, like, two, three, four spot are a little interesting. He really hasn't had the, the strikeout stuff as much here recently. And, I mean, we're going to play some bats – you know, we're not going to see, I mean, two or three of these games have totals of six. I think, I think we have two sixes and two sevens. So we're not going to see a ton of scoring on this slate in general. So don't mind looking at, you know, the two, three, four here, Rosario, Ramirez, Gonzalez. Um, but overall, Cleveland just hasn't had a ton of upside this season. But again, it's it's a smaller slate. Philadelphia at St. Louis is the two Eastern game. We got Wheeler and Quintana. I was a little shocked um, when I saw that Quintana was going to start this game for St. Louis. This game has a seven total. It's a pick'em game. 
We'll start here with Zach Wheeler going into St. Louis. Um, I mean, facing a really tough Cardinals lineup. No, no real strikeout upside here. Goldschmidt's the highest at 22.7%. Note bar is about 21%. But overall, as a team, um, out, you know, seven of the nine guys have strikeout rates under 20% against right handed pitching this season. As a team, they're at 17%. They have good power with Goldschmidt, Arenado, um, Newt Bar. So I don't think this is a spot I'll play Wheeler unless he's low owned at 7,200. But I think overall, um, I don't I don't see myself using Zach Wheeler in this spot. Jose Quintana, good pitcher. Um again, I was I was a little shocked. Really good real life pitcher. Really cheap on the DFS sites here. You know, DraftKings he's he's fifty three hundred. I just I don't know. Um I mean He didn't – I'm not worried about his pitch count on Monday. You know, he went out and did exactly what they said he was going to do and throw uh, three innings and then get yanked. So not too concerned about that. It just – Hoskins is a threat. Alec Bohm. Castellanos has been terrible against lefties this year, but we know how good he's been against lefties throughout his career. So, I mean, there's tough matchups here for Quintana. I think overall, I'm probably not going to play Quintana at 5,300. I don't think he has the strikeout ceiling as a Scherzer or a Beaver or even like a Castillo, um, even Wheeler on the other side of this game. So I think I'm going to pass on Quintana. I'm actually going to play some of these Philly bats. Again, I don't expect a ton of scoring from any team on this slate, but I do think like Hoskins and Bohm and Real Muto and Castellanos, they have some upside here. And if I'm looking at stacking Philly, could get different with my Philly stacks. And I say stack, like I said, I'm really going to stick to like three, three twos and four fours um, on the slate. So if I'm looking at playing Philly, um, I'm definitely. Looking at Harper and Schwarber as well. Bohm is thirty eight hundred. I really like the price on Castellanos at thirty six hundred. Um, you could get different here. You know, you could potentially play um like Schwarber and Harper together to make your Phillies team a little different. Quintana gives up a lot of line drives to lefties. Um, his strikeout rate against lefties is much much higher. So, like a guy like Schwarber strikeout risk is there Harper strikeout risk is there but if the if the stack is working then I don't expect Quintana to go too deep here um but again love Hoskins in this spot like Alec Bohm a lot he has big upside against left-handed pitching I think he has like a 50% hard hit rate against lefties this year so like him a lot on the St. Louis side I mean Zach Wheeler I don't mind maybe chasing a home run or two um Newt Bar, Goldschmidt, Arnato would be the guys I'd be looking at in this spot. With O'Neill out, I would assume that Newt Bar would get a good lineup spot as well. So he's 3,600. I think he has some some solid value in this spot. Um, yeah, but I, I, I mean, that's really it. 
it's so tough on a slate like this with so much good pitching that you know it's it's hard to kind of lock these guys in we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Seattle at Toronto, seven total in this game. Luis Castillo against Alec Manoa. Toronto's a 135 favorite here. Looking at Castillo first. Luis Castillo has been a lead against right-handed hitters this season. 259 Woba, 100 ISO, 28.8% K rate with a 6% walk rate and a 54% um, ground ball rate against righties. This is a perfect matchup for him. It's a lineup that should have six to eight right-handed hitters in it. I would assume um, that maybe they play Jackie Bradley Jr. and Tapia. So two lefties in there, and those aren't two lefties you're really worried about. So on the low-end side of things, I think Castillo is really interesting for tournaments. Um, He's someone that I feel like can put up a big game against this right-handed heavy offense. I also feel like Toronto could hit two or three home runs as well because their offense is so good. So... I'm worried about the ground balls that Toronto hits. Um, I think that's great for Castillo, but the bats, I'm a little concerned about it. Looking at the other side here, Alec Manoa. Manoa's only at like a 23% K rate on the season. Um, He hasn't been pitching necessarily bad here recently. Seattle offense has been rolling a little bit. They're dealing with a little bit of injuries, but you know the one thing that concerns me is a lot of the power is Rodriguez, France, Hanniger, Suarez. They're all right-handed hitters, and Manoa, 200 ISO, or 200 Woba, 0.09 ISO, 28% Ks, 3% walks, um, hard-to-soft contact ratio at 9%. So it, it's a it's a really tough spot for the right-handed power in this lineup with Manoa being so good against righties. So I think either one of these pitchers are sneaky. I think this is a spot of people, a lot of people are going to go for bats, on this slate, and I, I don't hate that idea by any means. Um, on lineups that I'm not playing either one of these pitchers, I'm definitely going to be looking for bats in this game because we have so many studs on this slate that guys like Rodriguez and Hanniger and France, I mean, they could take anybody yard. Um, Cal Riley is a catcher that gives you home run upside where we don't get it at a lot today. So at 4,100, you know, he's someone that can hit one or two home runs. I think he finished the season at like 27 home runs. So I, I like the Seattle power here. Um, tough matchup. Don't get me wrong against Manoa, but I, I like the Seattle power. And Toronto's the same way. Like Luis Castillo 
is a really good pitcher. Um, not typically someone that gets blown up or gives up a lot of home runs in a start. I think his most on the season was two home runs in one start. You can have those games where he just kind of is not pitching well. So, I, I mean, Toronto is definitely like a three or four man stack that you could play today. Bichette, Vlad, Springer, Kirk, Hernandez, Chapman. I don't think I want to play Tapia, Merrifield, or Bradley, so they'll probably hit the home runs, but they've just shown very little power this season. Um, low walk rates, just no hard hits from them. So I think overall I will pass on the lower half of the Toronto lineup and really look towards the top half here. We finish out this Friday postseason baseball podcast with San Diego at New York facing the Mets. You Darvish against Max Scherzer. Mets a 150 favorite here. We'll start here with you Darvish. This is a really tough spot for Darvish. Uh, 25% Ks on the season. He's really struggled with hard hits to lefties and fly balls. Faces a really tough Mets team. They don't strike out. They have power. They hit the ball hard. They walk. They're patient. Um, they're one of the best teams in baseball this season against right-handed pitching until the last two weeks of the season where they let the Braves come back and beat them. But I think overall... The Mets team is built for a long playoff run. Um, this pitching staff is fantastic. This lineup is really good. So probably not going to play Darvish today. I do think he has the potential to be the lowest owned pitcher um, on the slate. Max Scherzer on the other side of this game, 30% Ks on the year. Shocked DeGrom didn't get the ball here for game one. Um, again, another team that doesn't strike out a ton. That's why these teams are in the playoffs. We're not facing Detroit anymore. Scherzer has upside against anybody, but he also tends to give up the long ball, um, as well. So, I mean, I, I could see playing Scherzer here, but I could also see playing Soto Machado, um, and just chasing a home run. I think my main build as of right now will likely be either Bieber Scherzer or Bieber Castillo. Um, but I, I lean right now to Scherzer Bieber. It really just comes down to what we're looking at for value uh, because I mean, they're expensive pitchers, but pitching and in, in general pricing on the slates, you know, a little soft, you know, if you're if you're trying to go up for like Jose Ramirez or Rodriguez or Goldschmidt, they're expensive, but there's a lot of good plays in the like 35 to 4500 range. So kind of live in that range um and build some really good teams with those two top end pitchers. And it's kind of what I'm looking at on the full slate. Um as far as the the Mets bats go, I like the Mets. Uh, I think they're in a great spot. You know, you can make your Mets stack different with playing Vogelbach over Alonzo. You could play both of them on FanDuel if you wanted to. Uh, McNeil, Nimmo, Lindor. Like, these guys are going to make contact against Darvish. Um, Darvish has plenty of strikeout upside, but this team makes contact. Like I said, they're, they're really built for a long run um, in the playoffs. So I'm really excited to see 
I think the the NL will will definitely come through either the Mets, the Braves, or the Dodgers. So interested to see how it plays out. Hope everyone enjoyed the real quick four game MLB breakdown. We'll do these throughout the first two rounds, and then we'll kind of shift gears, get ready for NBA, and we'll be doing some uh, MLB and NFL mixed podcasts as well here over the next couple weeks. So hope everyone enjoyed. If you haven't already, go back, listen to the morning grind for Thursday. Keith and I broke down the week five NFL slate. Thought it was a great podcast. Um, Really enjoying breaking down NFL games with Keith. Um, Just like his perspective on spots. So check that out. Check out Sleeper Fantasy. I'm Stevie. Hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. Good luck. We'll see you again on Monday.